Marcus waited until Dr. Bennett set the phone down. Problem? Yes, at the Institute, a few protesters. Marcus raised an eyebrow. Already? I was only on television an hour and a half ago. The BBC showed the announcement about 40 minutes ago. Can't be all that bad. Dr. Bennett shrugged. It could get worse. A lot worse. I'm not calling it off. Dr. Bennett smiled. That's what I like to hear. The limo slowed down. Driver, why are we stopping? The driver looked over his shoulder. I have to, sir. The protesters. Protesters? What? Dr. Bennett peered out the window. We're still a block from the Institute. How can that be? A loud smack against the window startled Dr. Bennett back toward Marcus. Scratch that question. Can we get to the doors? Marcus asked, as angry hands slapped against the car. Security is supposed to be waiting, Dr. Bennett replied. They're violent. Marcus felt the vehicle rock. I thought you said a few protesters. A few hundred. It's a scientific experiment for crying out loud, Marcus said. Don't you think they're overreacting? The driver looked back as he stopped the car. Get ready, sirs. The escorts are here to help you in. Marcus grabbed hold of his briefcase and scooted to the door. The moment it opened, hands reached in, accompanied by thunderous shouts. This is insane, Marcus muttered. Six guards ready to help them through the crowd, attempting to deflect the protesters with their large bodies. Marcus stepped from the limo with Dr. Bennett directly behind. Everything blurred as the guards tugged him along faster than he could walk. Faces jumped forward from the crowd, cries and curses. Words like heathen and blasphemer rang in his ears. Marcus moved with the guard toward the Institute's main entrance. As he passed the security barricade, he glanced over his left shoulder and saw an arm reach out from the crowd, as if in slow motion. Marcus unconsciously stopped at the base of the stairs leading into the building and stood motionless, paralyzed with fear. Less than seven feet away, a handgun was pointed directly at him. The bearded gunman holding the gun had leapt past the two guards blocking his way, separating them. You want to meet our lord? He growled at Marcus. Meet him the right way. The man pulled the trigger just as he was jolted by the crowd. His body spun to the left, his arm lifted at an angle as the gun went off. Blood splattered out hard and violently as the bullet hit Dr. Bennett squarely in the left cheekbone, killing him instantly. Panicked. Deafening screams rang out from the crowd. Marcus's vision blurred from the warm blood that covered the right side of his face. It was all happening so fast, like a dream. He wasn't even aware he was still being escorted until he heard the doors shut behind him and lock. That was when he realized that he was safely inside the Institute. Dr. Leon, this way, a man tugged him. Marcus shivered out of breath and raised his hand in objection to the man pulling on him. He wouldn't budge. He had to take a moment, absorb what happened. It was insanity, and Marcus was in shock. Setting down his briefcase, he swept his forearm over his face, pulling it back red and damp. Marcus moved his lips, trying to speak as he took a step toward the front doors. The reality of his simple two-sentence announcement had sunk in. He expected outrage, even uproars, but not this. The crowd's muffled cries seeped through the Institute's secure doors. He watched the chaos through the tiny, double-thick glass. 
People flung themselves at the doors, trying to get in. The blood-smeared glass, squeaking as they slid against it. Staring out, Marcus blinked slowly and spoke in a daze. My God, what have I done?